0: Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. I'm Lisa Koski, and I'm on a mission to help people learn that there are better ways to divorce. I took a perfectly healthy law practice and turned it upside down. Now I only do mediations. This podcast will help alleviate your fears about divorce and show you that there are different, better ways to go about the process. Through our interviews, we'll learn all the facts and fiction about when you should divorce and when you should stay, about how to co-parent your kids and how to help them through the divorce process. We are so happy that you're here. You will love episode number 20 of Doing Divorce Different. As a birthday present to myself, I have the lovely Kim Geiken with me, my apprentice, who was a client that became a mediator because she loved the process so much. We are going to circle around back with Kim and hear her fun, authentic stories about how life is going after her divorce and the journey beyond. Stay tuned. I'm Lisa Kosky, and I really do want to help you through all of your divorce issues. Please go to lisakosky.com. I know that all my clients have different needs and wants, from a full-blown divorce to some free information. I have All kinds of information. I have blogs and a YouTube channel with lots of videos to help you through this process. There's online courses that will help you create your own parenting plan, group courses available, and of course, one-on-one coaching or helping couples through the whole divorce process. I am here for you and I want to help you. Go to lisakoski.com, sign up for my newsletter, and just stay on top on all the current information. I really do want to help alleviate your fears of divorce. Welcome. I think everyone's going to be super excited because we have missed my friend and apprentice, Kim Geiken. Hello. Yes, she's my guest today. So we get to have all kinds of fun conversations. And we were just kind of giggling because I said, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about, but I want to catch up with Kim. And just so the listeners know, she kind of hasn't been around because the podcasts get to be a lot and she's got like a full-time life. She is my apprentice kind of on the side and I love her so much. And you know, Kim, one thing that I do want to tell you is that I don't know if I ever told you that it meant so much to me and I took it as and maybe I shouldn't take it as a compliment. But the fact that you and your husband went through a mediation with me and that you liked it so much you became a mediator, I just feel like that speaks volumes for the process. And, you know, that's what we want for our listeners. We want them to know that there is a different way to do this and that it doesn't have to be horrible. It's not easy, but um. And that is just what I want to get out. So today I want to, you know, I think most people, if they don't know your story, they should go back to, I think it's the first episode. Mm -hmm. We have a cute little funny story. Um, This, you know what the episode, this is number 20. So we're already, I know it's already 20. And then at sometimes I'm like, hasn't it been 300, (laughs) but it's so fun. And, um, I want to catch up with you because now, so Kim went through mediation. She did it the right way. She's co-parenting. Well, she's, you're trying to live that you've got your career, you've got your kids. Just fill us in on how things are going. And if you have a funny story, we always like those too.
1: Yeah. Um, so basically I'm in the throes of life and three kids that are all about teenagers, One's a senior in high school, so we are dealing with college visits and tours and applications, a graduation party coming up, another one that's starting uh, driving. Uh. And I know I, I know. I keep asking um, my ex because he's been taking care of the driving piece. And I said, am I ready for him quite yet? And he's like, eh, probably not. And <laughs> I might want to give it a little bit of time yet. Um, so I should probably re-up some life insurance, perhaps we don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: no, I'm sure he's not. I just it wouldn't do, it would be a disservice to everybody if I was the one teaching him how to drive. So um, Dad is much more suited to handle the initial driving.
0: So, and this is what I love about you. And we talk about it so much. And I had a parenting expert on last week, but you're doing this the right way. You have, you truly feel your husband is a good dad. And what I want people to know is even if they don't feel that way, you can kind of change your thoughts and you can change that and change the outcome and you even like just kind of doing it on your own seems to affect the other person. But you didn't have those issues. So are there any issues or is it just flowing pretty smooth? Are you parenting kind of similar to what you did before the divorce?
1: I feel like we really are. Um, and it's funny. So my ex is, is with uh, his girlfriend and her and I have very similar Uh, viewpoints on things and in some regards even similar personalities so we can all pretty much co-parent pretty well and even like my kids will include I mean there's a group text with all of them so my ex is now family I guess is our three kids his girlfriend and her son so and oftentimes I'm included on that group text, too. So we're like one big family. And well, son.
0: So, so, I mean, I mean, that is like um, Nikki and Ben from Our Happy yep. Divorce. Yep. OK, so look at that. You it's like changing the culture of how this is working.
1: It doesn't have to be that bad. And I have uh, recently started seeing somebody. I was
0: going to ask you, I'm <laughs> glad you brought it up. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know if she'd want to talk about it, but go.
1: You heard it here folks. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So that's a new piece. And I've been so cautious with that. Um, just out of respect for kids and not knowing. And it was going to take somebody that was Uh, pretty special if I'm going to introduce him to any family, friends, kids. And so far he's met a a good chunk of people close to me. Um, So it's been going well.
0: So you're saying he's met a good, has he met your kids yet? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then he has kind of passed some tests.
1: He has passed some tests. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a really sweet guy. He's very nice Um, we have a ton of fun together. He is very intuitive. Um, it's kind of funny. I was thinking the other day, uh, because I, I did do what I swore I would never do post-divorce and go on apps. And I I was never, ever going to do it. I was like, I'm only 40 years old. I don't need to subject myself to dating apps and it, it just has such a negative connotation to do it.
0: Yeah. I don't know why. I I don't know why either because quite honestly, I don't know how else people meet each other. Anymore. I
1: agree. But it took a shift and it actually took one of my best friends telling me like just do it. Try it out there, see what happens, get outside of this little small town bubble that we're in and and just put it out there. And honestly, I had a really good time with it. I was very, very lucky. Um, but you know, you have a couple that are just flakes and you're going to have that, but, um, overall it was a really good social experiment.
0: Can I tell you something too, Kim, that I just kind of realized about you. I know this is why I'm drawn to you. And this is what I want to help people get your mindset. And you don't even know you're doing it, Mm -mm. but like you said, I'm only 40 years old. Many people would be like, oh my gosh, I'm 40, you know, like making it like, and then you said you had fun with it. A ton. I love your mindset because that makes you feel better. And it's just kind of naturally in you. But, like I said before, even if it's not naturally in you, you can train your brain. And that's in one of our episodes, too, about how to change your thinking. So I just wanted to point out how much I love that about you. And I think that that has helped your process go better.
1: Oh, yeah. I I also went into it like whatever happens, happens. I don't I'm fine on my own. I didn't I, for me. I'm not going to spend any of my time with somebody I don't want to spend time with. So if I just felt "Eh, so, so about somebody like that's doing them a disservice, it's doing me a disservice. So I didn't go into it like, oh my God, I have to find a husband or I'm going to just die alone and I might as well start getting cats. (laughs) (laughs) That was not my, my viewpoint on this. It was, um, it was just fun to interact with people and it was fun to listen to their stories. Right. You know, and I'll be honest, everybody, like men, I feel like get such a bad rap. You know, women are constantly told there's no good men left. What, you know, everybody's taken. And that is very much not the case. I was you know lucky to be on dates that were very kind they were respectful they were mm-hmm. fun they were engaging um and then this guy it just we just kind of clicked and it was it's been um it's very natural almost it's it's odd, like how easy it has just been and it just flows. So
0: I'm so happy for you. Kim, yeah. This is kind of like, I think I talked to you when you first started, but we haven't talked about this. So it's very exciting. Okay. Now, can you remind me how long has it been since you, um, since you finished your divorce?
1: It will be final two years, November 4th
0: two years. And when did you start thinking about it? I mean, maybe you started thinking about it right away. I can see people if they're in the throes of divorce starting to maybe daydream or maybe not. I don't know. Well, but-
1: I think it's natural. I actually think that's a natural thing to happen even before you're divorced. Mm-hmm. So mentally going through it because I was the instigator on it. You're mentally going through all of this stuff. How am I going to you know, survive financially on my own Am I gonna die alone? What happens to me if I get sick? Because my ex, he's a really good guy. Like I know that he would have, you know, helped me and done everything that he could on that end had that been the case. So I think you go through all the what if scenarios, and then I think it's so natural because we're so wired for human connection Mm. that you you just naturally think like am I actually going to be alone for the rest of my life? And it took me um, getting to actually enjoy the time on my own. So when the kids started going over to dad's house on a regular basis and routine, and I had that downtime and I really came to realize I don't actually hate being alone. Like
0: well, and, you know fun. It, yeah. When you say that, it it reminds me of like, remember when you're in the throes of your kids and their babies and they're mm-hmm. and you're so busy and all you want is to like go sit and lock yourself in the closet for a few minutes.
1: Oh yeah. I can remember joking with my ex years back. I'm like, can I just get my own apartment? <laughs> come over and like visit, but like I just need a spot. <laughs> To go so we're back. always
0: kind of searching for that something and so just being able to sit with it and enjoy it yeah. and so it sounds like you thought about being alone I think you're very brave I think there are now let's talk to the people like there's probably women listening that aren't as brave as you and Kim I don't know if I would have been I think I I got married really young um and I think I would also so I'd be afraid of being alone for one but I'm an introvert, so maybe not as much. I think I'd be really afraid of not having a partner with the finances anymore. I mm. think I'd be afraid about my career and my future because you're taking, You're never better off financially when you separate, right? right? I mean, it's just the way it is. So how has that been a worry for you? You have a good job. You've always, and there are some women who are stay at home moms who now face, "Eh," you know, and so how can we make it less scary for them? I mean, how are you navigating that? And I think we probably need to have like some kind of a career expert. So if any listeners, you know, send me a little message, if there's someone that you can think of Um, that could help. But tell me, how are you handling that?
1: Oh, I think it's going pretty well. You know, you try not to get too caught up in the weeds of what could go wrong and and just take it one step at a time and a lot of deep breaths. But Mm -hmm. um, but right now it's like, I mean, part of it, you do go through the motions of you're in the throes of dealing with kids and, and getting them through. And I am really lucky that I have a co-parent who I can talk with. I, I don't have that stress. And I right. was bound and determined that that was not going to be my life. And I didn't want that for somebody else coming into my life. Right. And I didn't want that for somebody else coming into his life or obviously our kids.
0: Right. And Kim, um, where you are is where we want our, our clients to be.
1: Oh, you know? yeah.
0: And, and not everybody, it came naturally to you.
1: Yeah, it was um I, I think I had decided like this I'm not gonna live a life like that. I'm not gonna put my kids through that. And neither of us are um love conflict or have ever had a contentious marriage where we were fighting all the time. Right. That's a big component of it. And and I think some people, especially women, you know, maybe even prior to the divorce finalization or after you know, a lot of people, I shouldn't just say women are codependent and they don't think that they are worth anything unless they are tied to another human being. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, a good therapist friends group, but, but I think it is sitting with that, um, taking yourself out. I actually was like training myself before the divorce to try to spend a lot of time on my own, that I would be okay on my own by like maybe going to the movies. It's an easy one to start with because it's it right. quiet. You can go to the movies alone. You know, women oftentimes will not go sit at a bar on their own. And it's like, right. I do it all the time and right. nobody looks twice. And nobody's actually paying that much attention to you. I know. You can go. I wanna have nachos and a beer at a bar too. <laughs>
0: I love that. So those are things that you can do kind of to build your courage and to, and, and, you know, that's what we always say about feelings, sit with it. Like mm-hmm. we get so afraid if we feel it, it's going to overtake us, but it doesn't. Yeah. So I think That's kind of what, yeah, that is. So that's so that's good to hear. And it's funny. It kind of correlates. I've been thinking about my own journey through life and how I want to find more joy. Mm-hmm. I sat with that for a while and I think that I often don't do things because I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do fun things because I'm afraid or because I think it's going to be too much work. Like I don't have a group of people over, which would be fun because it's too much work to get ready for. Mm-hmm. I don't ride my horse as much as I should because I Get a little scared like i and it's like gosh it's so fun i mean there's so many things in life and and you know when i started doing these podcasts they were scary kim knows i was <laughs> scared <laughs> now they're so fun um and there's a little element of fear sometimes when it's someone who is seems like a big deal to me um but i get to learn so much and, and that's how you grow. And that truly is, I don't know if I want to call it happy, but it brings you joy.
1: You know, it's so funny. I was just before I jumped on this with you, I was listening to Brene Brown, her, uh, sure. book. I know she's so good, <laughs> nuggets that she drops all over, um, the gifts of imperfection. Mm-hmm. And it was it. just talking about the same thing about joy, how adults have wired themselves to um think that doing anything that's basically not productive is a waste of time. So yeah. that could even be sleep. It could be watching a movie. Um but how important it is to like fuel the things that bring you joy or make you happy and and the creativity basically everybody has creativity they're just not using it right you know, to their advantage. And it is true, but I think you just get sucked down. It's so easy to become overwhelmed and fearful of the unknown. And yeah. I, I've definitely, definitely struggled with that. And I'm not even going to pretend that I don't still. And you, um,
0: you don't appear to, can you talk about that a little bit more? Because you oh. don't appear to be afraid of things.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely am. Especially now, um, let's just say, just an example, you know, if you were to change jobs, you know, that's a huge, huge undertaking, especially if you've been at any company for a length of time. Um, And
0: probably bigger now when you're on your own.
1: Exactly. And it's, you have to the, the correct, I think shift in mindset would be to not consider what you're giving up, but what you could be gaining, you know, by moving on, maybe it's a promotion, maybe it's a learning opportunity. So if you had to say, take a pay cut or, right. you know, it's weighing out that stuff, but maybe you're gaining more benefits. It, So you can't just get so locked down and and women also will look to see, well, I'm not qualified. I don't hit every bullet on here. So I'm not even going to throw my hat into the ring on it. Uh, You know, that's an example. Um, Dating is another example. You know, how many women think that they're not pretty enough or worthy enough and, you know, they want to do all this stuff. And I will say if there's men or women listening and you're going to be on dating apps, put the fish down. Um, (laughs) bikini pictures, girls don't put filters. Um, not that I was looking on, on the girl side, but from the feedback that I was getting from men, um, they do not like filtered pictures.
0: Well, you want to be authentic because you don't know what you're getting.
1: Yes, definitely. And that is a thing. I because mean, you
0: know what? They're gonna find out anyway. Eventually. That's the
1: goal. <laughs> the goal is to actually meet. The goal isn't to yeah. just like look at you in a two dimensional picture. Right. Um. So that I always found so funny to me, like why, why do girls think you don't actually have stars spinning around your head or? Right. You know, you
0: Kim, like I talk about that and I like pray that I can be authentic. And as I sit here with you, I've got my camera way up there. So the audience on YouTube can't see my double chin. <laughs> 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 it's like, let's get this at a good angle. You no. know what I mean, it's like it's that's natural.
1: That is for <laughs> <strategy. laughs>
0: <laughs> So I don't know if I'd be very good on those dating apps oh. then you set yourself up. You know, you go get a big glamour shot and yeah. then you're walking in in your flannels. You just jumped off a horse. Yep. it be a little bit of a different scene. It
1: totally <laughs> could be. But, um, you know, and you just fly. The, I, I actually really did enjoy looking through because it was there were some I would just screenshot and send to my friends. I'm like, this <laughs> way too good to not share. Um, but I didn't take it. I took it seriously like when I would meet with somebody because I wanted to be respectful of their time, right? you know, that they were doing. But again, I wasn't like, this has to work out. We have to get married because otherwise I'm nothing without this other person. And it's it's just very much not like that. Um, The guy I'm with now is a Wisconsin native and I,
0: now, is there
1: something wrong with that? I'm not a native. No, I'm I. In
0: Wisconsin, I'm a, right? <laughs> I
1: love Wisconsin. Like we've had so much fun, and I didn't actually even realize all the the back roads and the small little country areas. Um, and I'm I'm in literally a stone's throw. I can see it yeah. basically from my house. We're kind and of
0: across the river from each yeah,
1: other. Yeah, and it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, I think we
0: need to get a dating expert. I think I'm going to start fishing around because I haven't had that yet. And maybe it's kind of a happy thought. Or, I want to
1: say uh, Bella. Is it Bella Gandhi? I, th- I want to say she's good friends with um, Susan Guthrie. Oh, OK. Um, she is awesome to listen to.
0: I am going to look. And so people, there's some, you know, does she have a podcast?
1: I believe so.
0: Okay. I'm going to look that up and I'll put it in the show notes if she does. And then I will reach out to her because everyone who's going through a divorce is probably going to be thinking about this.
1: It's natural. Yeah. She does a really good job of um, coaching people kind of through what to do, what not to do um, as far as, you know, like reaching out and messaging and not, you know, be safe about things. And I was always safe too. I, you know, intentionally did not tell my kids I was doing it. I didn't tell my parents because they, neither of those-
0: Someone that knew where you were?
1: I would always, I had two really good friends. They had um, where I was going. They had a name, they had a phone number. Good. And um, yeah, I was really safe with it. And I honestly- I don't want to say nothing bad can happen at this age. It's not at all what I'm saying, but at this stage in life, you know, usually you've got two parties that are intentional. You've been around a little while. So you've probably had a marriage that didn't work out or, you know, perhaps a death, um, You know, there's all kinds of different scenarios of reasons why. And I was actually surprised at the amount I discovered that hadn't been married, which, you know, like on my parents' side, their mentality is, well, why would you need to go online? Like, why can't you just go out? And I'm like, because guess what? Nobody's actually coming up to you in the grocery store or a bar because at this stage of life, I feel like the assumption is that everybody assumes you're either married or with somebody. Right. So they just don't approach you, which is That's fine because cool I far. actually would
0: be yeah,
1: more creeped out if somebody <laughs> came up to me when I was looking at eggplants or, yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I wouldn't be okay with that either, where this way you were intentionally wanting to date somebody. You were intentionally looking to meet people. Right. So the app was like, <laughs> I remember the very first night I did it, I was texting one of my other girlfriends and I'm like, I feel like I'm on Amazon for men. <laughs> <laughs> just Like if you're swiping right, you're just adding them to your cart. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's how hilarious. Um,
1: yeah, so it worked out. It was fun. It was a good experience. I don't regret any part of it. Um I'm I'm really happy with where things are at right now. Um but all of that led to this.
0: Right. Can I ask does he have kids? Yep, he's got two. Have you met them? Not yet.
1: Nope. He's been traveling a lot for work. Um but so that's that's coming up soon.
0: So I want to hear about that when it does come up, because mm-hmm. I can imagine I would be terrified.
1: <laughs> I know it is terrifying. Um, his his parents and his brother and wife I have met. Um,
0: so, oh, okay. Well, good.
1: Yeah. It just hasn't worked out right. on the good side yet, which is fine. You know, and I'm not here to interfere on that. so. Right. When, when it's time, it's time.
0: Right, right. Well, we'll love to hear about that. I can't believe how fast this went. And Kim, I really hope um, we'll try to fit it with your schedule when we have our dating expert on so that you can co-host because we miss you and love having you. Yes, I miss you guys too. And I want to catch up again too.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, all right. Well, let's say goodbye for now. And um, tune in next week. Sometimes Kim's here, sometimes she's not. (laughs) But we love her all the same. Thanks for all your dating information. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week on Doing Divorce Different.